To listen to our weekly exclusive episodes, subscribe to our Substack at datologycoach.substack.com. Subscribers receive two weekly full-length podcast episodes, regular dating advice columns, and one monthly dating advice Zoom session held on the last Tuesday of every month. To subscribe, go to datologycoach.substack.com. Happy listening, and fuck that guy. All right. All right. Now, hold on. Here's an, here is another TikTok that I, uh, that I came across or that I was tagged in multiple times. And it's by a dating coach named Evan Marquez. And we've talked about him before. Now I know Evan, mm-hmm. we go way back. Um, and yeah, he's all right. He's okay. He's all right. He's all right. He's all right. Yeah. Listen. Why do guys act so horribly on dating apps? Well, it's because they're incentivized to. It's built into the media. We could blame men, but that would almost miss the point. If you're in a place that only rewards looks, you can't be too surprised when men judge you on looks. If you're in a place where the ability for a guy to get your phone number is this, it's a swipe, he doesn't have to talk to you for an hour at a bar to get a phone number. All he has to do is this. Think about how easy it is to get a phone number. Think about how disposable you're going to be to him. Think about how many women he has to swipe on to get this attention. So it's just a slot machine, right? So... If you ever wonder, why do I hate dating apps so much? It's the app that's the problem. The app brings out the worst behavior in men. This flakiness, this shallowness, this disposability, this ghosting. It's all because it's a high-volume, low-quality interaction. If you want to have a better-quality interaction, you need to have better conversations, and those are not going to take place on dating apps. Uh, Fuck you, Evan, because... Uh, first of all, I responded to the nest and I said, no, nah, we're, we're, we're going to blame men because uh, men act horribly on dating apps because society has encouraged them to, whether it's to sexualize and objectify women or entitlement. That, that I'm blaming women. I mean, I'm blaming men. Sorry, Evan. <laughs> Sorry, Evan. Oh, plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm blaming men. Uh, but, hmm. you know, hmm. uh, this – He's saying, you know, this, this disposability that we talk about, that people talk about with online dating, I'll I'll say this again, this is a byproduct, not of dating apps, but of apps. And the fact the service and net and networking based apps, they, they devolve us down to a one dimensional product. We become commodities. Correct. And that's why I was going to say right out of the gate with Evan, totally agree. Totally agree with Evan. Like, Evan's not wrong. I still totally agree with Mm -hmm. Evan, but I also agree with you. And what disappoints me is that men lack the ability to self-regulate beyond what the app is encouraging them to do. That's that's what makes it still on men to behave. Right. Is that women are also getting those same stimuli, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and yet um, we're we're not behaving as bad. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So like, yeah, you, you get our number easily, right? You get access to us easily, but then you still have to charm us. Right. Right. And like, why aren't, why don't, why aren't you realizing that? Yeah. (laughs) That's where society comes in and tells the, tells men that simply existing is bringing it up to the table. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I find most of his content now is very much blaming women. And well, it just seems like it's a little surface level because I, again, like I'm not disagreeing with him, mm-hmm. right? Like what you're saying is true, but like failure to take it a step further is the problem. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I agree. 
I agree. But this is yeah. also, uh, he, he's never used apps for himself. He's never used apps. Okay. He's never, he. Oh, so he doesn't actually know. No, he doesn't actually know okay. what, how these okay. things. Love that for him. Right. He doesn't know how these actually work. So fuck you, Evan. Uh, also, he blocked me. <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah. Why? Uh, he must not have liked my response, I, 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 I guess. I guess. Jesus, I don't know what TikTok. Now, when you search for somebody and they pull their profile up, the autom- it just starts playing. Automatically. Yeah, can we not oh, do that? Oh, we've Netflixified TikTok. Huh? Yeah, it's fucking, <laughs> it's just fucking awful. Uh, yeah, no one, no one enjoys that functionality, right? Where where you search for a thing and it just begins. Mm-hmm. Mm. Who who was asking for this? Anyway. Nobody, nobody. Yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, like you said, he I, I, he had some valid points, but he also to to just completely dismiss men and be like, yeah, we're not going to blame them. We are going to blame them because women are exposed to the same right. stimuli and they don't behave that way. Right. So you're so you're telling me. That you offered a reasonable, thoughtful response that was less than wholehearted agreement, and this man blocked well, you. Well, I I've posted probably like two things of his, and in both times, respectful. Very respectful. Well, sounds like he's too sensitive. Uh, he's very sensitive. He's he- if he wants people to to like his stuff more, he should try smiling more. <laughs> Maybe put on a cuter little outfit. Maybe make me a sandwich, Evan. I don't know. <laughs> Have you tried pleasing me? What about my needs? <laughs> oh, God. All right. So, moving on. Sarah, spin that wheel. Men don't develop romantic feelings for me. And I have no idea why. So, do I not know how to form an emotional or romantic connection with someone? How could I feel a strong connection? Believe that they feel one too, based on their words and actions, but then find out that this is apparently totally one-sided after months of dating. I've gone on many dates over the years and had failed, uh, multiple failed talking stages with all sorts of people. Statistically speaking, you would think that one person would have developed romantic feelings for me within the last four years. But I've been single and actively dating, and this hasn't been the case. Not a single person has developed romantic feelings for me, and I know this because they didn't want to define the relationship. To add insult to injury, no one asked if I was seeing other people either because they didn't care enough to know and wanted to keep things casual with me. I know that I'm attractive, proficient at banter, I've been told many times I'm an excellent conversationalist, I have a degree, a solid job, tons of stories and life experiences to share. I also strike a good balance between being laid back, but up for anything. And I know that I wouldn't be anyone's cup of tea, but then again, I'm not dating people who clearly think that I'm unattractive or uninteresting. Mm-hmm. Is that the end of the list? So I don't understand. Why would someone stick around for months wasting their time and energy in the process if they felt apathetic about me? Who said they, they did? Office hours start in July, July 7th, plus size dating, July 14th, online dating, and July 21st, dating over 40. Go to datologycoach.com. If you want to submit a question, go to datologycoach.com. If you're here on the Substack, then you know. Um, We should probably address this now. Uh, We are going to be publishing between six and eight episodes a month um, just because of time constraints that some of us have, some of us, me and Sarah have for the next few months. 
Luca, Luca. Um, so six to eight, we're aiming for eight, but minimum six. And it's just because some weeks it's just really, really difficult to get this together uh, and get our schedules to align. Uh, but if you're a paying member of the Substack, you get the six to eight episodes a month. You get the exclusive dating podcasts and um, all kinds of other stuff. Video content that I post only to Substack, datologycoach.substack.com. Bye. Yeah. Bye.